John, Jesus' best friend, says that God's commandments are not burdensome. That seems a little backward. Because as a high schooler, I felt like they were pretty burdensome. Sometimes even today, I'm like, man, God really calls us to a high standard of holiness. And yet John says that they're not burdensome. Yeah, is the Christian life hard to live? Yeah. A lot of people say it is. Yeah. We're going to see what John has to say about that here in 1 John chapter 5. You're listening to Between the Lines. I'm Scott. I'm Junior. You want to get started in verse 1, Junior? Yep. It says, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. Now, we've seen that mm-hmm. theme throughout over the last couple of chapters, that if you love God, you love God's people. If you love God, you love God's people. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. Loving God means keeping his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Mm. Now, Dad, this is a scripture, but part of me kind of wants to disagree with that because I'm like, okay, but I can't live necessarily near the way I would feel like living. So it is. Isn't it burdensome? Well, I love the psalm that says the way of the transgressor is hard. So in reality, you transgress God's law. That's going to be a lot harder on you. Because the laws of God are for our benefit. They're because He it's it's like the the Word of God is like the owner's manual, and following the owner's manual is gonna make it better for our lives. He knows what makes us tick better than we do ourselves. And so doing what is right, while it may hurt in the short term, in the long term, we're better off because of it. Yeah. And we see that throughout the scriptures. It's it's just even clear throughout the scriptures. Kids, so, you know, I'm thinking about my six year old lover to death, but like there's days where she'll just kind of have a rough attitude because she's doing what she feels like, acting how she feels like. It's a a rough day for her. Yeah. Whereas when she follows her dad's commands, Mm -hmm. she has a far better day. Yeah. So verse four, for everyone, for every child of God defeats this evil world and we achieve this victory through our faith. Who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the son of God. And Jesus was revealed as God's son by his baptism in water and by shedding his blood on the cross, not by water only, but by water and blood. And the spirit, who is truth, confirms it with his testimony. Excited for uh, January. We're going to start. I don't think we've announced this as a church, but maybe we can just announce it first in between the lines. I know this is not the big announcement, (laughs) but we're going to do the book of Acts this year. And so we're Mm -hmm. actually going to see some of this play out in the book of Acts with the promising of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit comes and confirms and all of that. Yeah. And John was specifically speaking of here when Jesus was baptized in water, when the Holy Spirit came down as a dove and the father's voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son. And then they also witnessed him on the cross and what took place on the cross. And then of course the resurrection. You want to take it to verse 7? Sure. So we have these three witnesses, the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and all three agree. Since we believe human testimony, surely we can believe the greater testimony that comes from God, and God has testified about His Son. And who, and all, all who believe in the Son of God know in their hearts this testimony is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe what God has testified about His Son. I mean, it's not, of course, yeah, you're saying I... If I don't believe that, that means I don't believe God. I He's a liar. That's that, that's just logical. Verse 11, and this is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. That's how we can know that we're saved. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have God's Son does not have life. So we know that, we know that we're going to heaven if we have the Son. It's about having the Son. 
God is, the Father is taking Jesus into heaven with him and we accompany him if we belong to him, if we have him. Now, I gave you that verse seven, but like the conclusion, I just saw the conclusion coming up. So yeah. that's why I tossed it your way. But <laughs> he's like a, I mean, John's like a yeah. typical preacher, right? He's like yeah. wrapping things Let's up, keep, but it takes going, a while yeah. to go. <laughs> uh, verse 13, I, you know, I talked about this last week, actually, but uh, this was the verse that changed my life. I've written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. God wants you to know, do you know? And how do you know? Well, the verse above that, whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. So do you have the Son? Do you know that you have eternal life? And we are confident that He hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases Him. And since we know that He hears us when we make our requests, we also know that He will give us what we ask for. If you see a fellow believer sinning in a way that does not lead you to lead to death, you should pray and God will give you that person life. But there is a sin that leads to death, and I'm not saying you should pray for those who commit it. All wicked actions are sin, but not every sin leads to death. You want to finish it off then since sure. you threw it to me a little early? Yeah, yeah. We know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning, for God's son holds them securely, mm-hmm. and the evil one cannot touch them. We know that we are children of God and that the world around us is under the control of the evil one. We know that the Son of God has come and he has given us understanding so that we can know the true God. And now we live in fellowship with the true God because we live in fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the only true God and he is eternal life. Dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. And I mentioned this last time, but I just want to repeat it. That can Mm -hmm. be good things too. Yeah. All right, so we are in Proverbs 29, Proverbs 29, and verse 11, a fool gives full vent to anger, but a wise person quietly holds it back. And I know that a lot of our listeners have been off this week, and so when you're just all hanging around with family all week long, there comes that temptation to start getting annoyed and getting angry. Well, this is what the wisdom author says, that a fool gives full vent to his anger. In fact, the quickest way to know a fool is by somebody who is lashing out with anger and they lose it. That That's a foolish person. Yeah. That's a person who is being led by their emotions, their feelings, rather than by wisdom. Yeah. And I, I hear sometimes people say, like, I'm not very emotional. It's like, but then they blow you get up. angry a lot. Yeah. So I think yeah. you are. Yeah. <laughs> you just like one emotion the best. Right. Yeah, it's your favorite emotion. Right. Anger is my favorite emotion. <laughs> All right, we've got a big announcement. Uh, do you want to talk we about do. the National Day of something first? Well, or? yeah, why don't we do National Day okay. first because it's a big day. Yeah. It's National TikTok Day. Oh, no. Are you on TikTok? No. Well, that's a good thing because it's not actually the app TikTok. Oh. I guess National TikTok Day means like TikTok like the clock, meaning, hey, we're nearing toward the end of the year here. Wrap up what you have unfinished because the clock is a ticking. Oh, that's good. So today... I don't know, all those things on the back burner, whether yeah. maybe they're house projects or Man. things at work. Let's start. And this is what actually I love. Uh, my wife and I have this tradition is before January 1st, we get rid of the Christmas tree and we try mm-hmm. to start the year completely fresh on January 1st. Yeah, kind of like a, we purge everything beforehand, start January 1 fresh. Do that with your work projects, clean the office, get everything done. So January 1st, you can start fresh. Hmm. All right. National TikTok day. That's right. Not the app. <laughs> Stay away from the app. That's right. So. Big announcement. Yeah. This is the very last episode of Between the Lines. Yeah, for 2023. Ah, man, you said that too quickly. <laughs> People were cheering. You just let them enjoy the moment yeah, for a second. Cheering. It's all done. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, you know, we had planned on doing this for like a couple of months. We, yeah, we were going to do it for a quarter yeah, at first. And then we just kept going. And then we were just like, oh, let's do the year. And then um, we were deciding to continue the podcast, but we're going to have a little bit more fun. We're going to expand it. Yeah. In that, we have come up with a book for all of 2024's reading plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, this book is a nicely bound book where we have had it printed. It looks like a professional, nice book. And it is for you to fill in. But it is every day's reading from January 1st all the way through December of next year. And here's the fun part is you get that free. Yeah. If you show up to the bridge this weekend, yep. you can get that book for free. We're going to have it for you there. Yeah. And there's just a few lines for each day. This, you think about this, how beneficial it will be for you that if you actually go through the whole year. And then I have a calendar from back when I was in college that I used as a quiet time journal. And it's so much fun for me to look back. And to look at the things that I wrote so many years ago on that calendar while I was having my my quiet time. And that's what you can have with this. It's a it's a journal, but yet it's not lengthy. It's not like you have to write paragraphs of stuff. There's just a few lines for each date. And even as you're listening to the to the podcast or if you're reading directly from the app that you can write down just a, a couple of things well, as not to a what few lines. God is doing. I will say that. It's just mm-hmm. a space. Sorry. Just there's a space. No oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's a bit of a space, but you can write a few lines in that space. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And so if you would like to pick up one of those books, as you said, as you said that, I mean, it is extremely, extremely valuable. I remember as a kid picking up one of your like journals and mm-hmm. Bibles and be like, oh, wow. You know, it's a valuable thing for like a kid or grandkid to pick up. So whether you're young or old, start it this year. We've got it for you here in our, at our bridge location. You could pick one up for free. Yeah. And Happy New Year, everybody. I know we've got, uh, well, we'll still be, we'll be back for New Year's. Uh, then that'll be our opening day. We'll be New Year's yeah. Day. So look forward to being we'll with be you. New we'll be New Year's Day. It'll be the, be Sunday. The first would be Monday. Versus Monday. The, the New Year's Eve yeah, is that's right. Sunday. Yeah, so. that's right. Okay. All right. So we look forward to being with you then. Then we'll, New Year's Day. We'll enjoy New Year's with you. That's right. So happy 2023. God bless. And uh, we'll see you this weekend in church. And we'll talk to you again on Monday.